This stuff of worshiping a skin tone is stupid. Thank God I didn't have that mentality. Thank God I went for the best option. Thank God I chose the black woman. God, I, who knows what my life would be like if I didn't marry my wife, Sandy. Oh, my God. It scares me to even think about it. But anyway, but I, I wanted to cover this. Look, black women, white men, our time is now. We need to give each other a chance. We need to get out of this conditioning crap, okay? It's a bunch of BS. And go for who loves you, who is the best option. Black women, you're at the top when it comes to education, you lead the way. When it comes to entrepreneurship, you lead the way. When it comes to love, having the biggest heart, you lead the way. You lead the way. When it comes to spirituality, you lead the way. So why would you settle for one group of men with no options and let them dictate what they want from you instead of you telling them this is what I want. Tell them you are the prize. What is good, Divine Dolls? All right, I'm going to put something <clears throat> in the description. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I'm definitely taking a little detour from my normal um, content. And you've kind of noticed that too. I really am enjoying it. I've been talking a lot about trading and just kind of like politics a little bit and what's going on in the news, um, even sports, Olympics and stuff. I have some things that I haven't uploaded yet because I, I don't know if y'all are kind of ready for me yet. But um, I'm going to tell you this. If you are 100% divested from men, this is not the podcast for you. Okay. Um, a lot of you, I'm just... Click off now because I promise you, I promise you this is going to irritate your soul. Um, but if you're just open and you're amenable and you kind of trust my judgment on things a little bit, um, then I hope that you're going to hear the same things that I hear. Um, I have seen this person pop up on my algorithm, but I've never clicked on his stuff or I've never... Um, listen to any of his content. I think the the title that you saw drew me in. The second thing I'm going to tell you too is um, I have a feeling this is going to be a little bit on the longer side. This is a two hour um, video. I'm at the 30 minute mark and it's at the 30 minute mark where I was like, I definitely need to show this. Um, a lot of you remember Married at First Sight and there was a young lady on there that um, her name was Monet Bell. I'm actually going to go back and look at some reruns of her stuff. But I remember watching that and um, she is still searching for black love and baby girl is still single. It is wild. But I remember and they only stayed married for five weeks. And it was it's like and it's kind of crazy because all of the signs that we get to talk about now it's like now all of us get to really understand why she was going through those things you know um but here's the other thing so the person that you're going to be hearing talking it's a white male <laughs> it's a white male and he has been married to a black woman for 29 years and i think what legit you guys touched my heart was that if you when you get to hear how he talks about um women it is so foreign to i think everything that we've been getting hit and bashed with i'm going to i'm going to try to keep my talking down to a minimum cuz i think most of you kind of know how i feel about certain things but it's even like when he's talking about his preference and love for black women he never not once bashes um black women i mean or or even white women Never, not once. And he also, you know, talks about at some point, because I know some people are going to be like, well, you know, um, all men are the same. I get it. Um, but he talks about like, if, if you did want to date, you know, white men, and he does counsel white men how to approach black women, 
Make sure your standards are high. Make sure you treat them with respect. Make sure that you have the chivalry. He cautions the women like, listen, you know, you're going to have to still have that litmus test to really find out who that person is because some people will try to run game on you. I know there are some of us women that are just like, oh my gosh, you got baby blues. And and um, I will say this too, because there is a part where he's going to play um, this woman's experience. And you can tell the caliber of the person too, because if they're booking like the nice restaurants and like showing the interest in who you are, it just, white boys are going to be the same too. Like you're going to have white boys that don't, that don't care about your background, don't care about, you know, where you were born and what, what your education is and setting that date and setting the appointments and stuff. So at the end of the day, they have things in common, but at the same time, I think that they have a little bit more of like understanding of how to treat women in general. I was also looking through the comments and um, there's there's guys in there that t- are talking about how happy they are with their black wife. And I think that it's so interesting, too, because they're not saying girlfriend. They're saying black wife with their wife, which is, you know, so they're not staying in the whole just dating, a.k.a. having sex with people outside of their race perpetually. And one of the comments, one of the guys said, um, so this guy, he says, black women are so creative with their attraction based on heart. We are the lucky ones. Our time for lasting unions is now. A lot of my friends are starting to date out. And then he put in parentheses after seeing me and my wife and ladies, they are all professionals. So um, was there anything else I wanted to kind of add? I think before I get into it, um, there is one content creator that he's going to mention up front. I ha- I used to listen to her, but I really think she's a little bit like off her kilter. Um, on my own personal opinion, right? But he is going to mention her in one of the first videos. It just is what it is. Um, so yeah, let's just kind of get into it. Oh, he starts off with these, um, with this young lady doing a rap, um, doing a rap about swirling. Um, you might like it, you might not. And so at this point, if, if you don't even want to hear about males, um, then yeah, you know, this is not the one for you. But I think what's going to be important for you is just hear the, the contrast between, I think, um, how certain men talk about black women and how this guy talks about just women, I think, in period. And so let me I think I'm going to um, I think this is going to probably go the full hour. Um, I know for sure you're going to want to try to stay for the 30 minute mark of the video because he's starting to do commentary on Monet Bell on Married at First Sight. So yeah, let's go. I like a little vanilla in my life. And I might one day be a white dude's wife. That's all right. Yeah, I got a type. So people don't like it. But this world is the hype. When I see a cute guy, I always got to think, is he down with a brown? If he is, we about to link. And I ain't talking about the TikTok boys looking for clout. Because we can see right through the facade. Gross me out. I wonder, 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 will he ever like me back? Imagine liking white boys when you're black. Especially when you're from the South. The guys that like me are yeehaws with tobacco in their mouth. My celebrity crush, my little cinnamon bun. Ooh, that boy's the one. And I'm still not done. I never met him. He never met me. If he ain't down with the brown, what he about to be? But I digress. Y'all never mind the rest. I just like what I like speaking from the chest. But hit me up if you're looking for a black girl. Because you know that this girl is down with the swirl. I'm just saying. He's going to play it again. So let me just skip ahead. And then he's going to do his intro. So here we go. All right. How's everybody doing? Okay. I uh, just wanted to come up here tonight. And yes, I'm dressed in my cowboy hat. And I want to give it like a... New Mexico Western vibe. Um, But tonight, I want to talk about black women and white men coming together. Okay, I need to to fix that. I put black women coming together. Okay. So he's working on that. Okay, all fixed. All right. All right, what I want to talk about is black women, white men coming together, okay? Our time is now. 
And from what I've seen from the data and uh, growing up in my time, being married over 29 years, um, you know, I've experienced an awesome life with my black wife. Um, you know, when everybody told me it wouldn't work because we have too many cultural differences, we're too different, okay? Um, and, uh, you know, people buy into that. And a lot of people end up breaking up in relationships, you know, cutting the other person off because they've been told it don't work, we're too different, we can't get along, our family won't like it, society won't like it. And uh, it's the total opposite. When black women, white men come together, they're actually finding that they're the strongest marriage amongst anybody, okay? And they've done many studies on this. And we're finding out that's the best uh, option, you know? Um, but uh, I'm wearing this outfit today. Uh, this was like my Father's Day gift. My wife got me this hat. And, uh, you know, I got some boots. This is what it looks like. You know, nice. I can only wear one because of this freaking... He has a boot on his foot. Let's kind of skip ahead. Um, I'm healing nicely. Videos here. I want to show you uh, these TikToks. And uh, I want you to tell me what you think, okay? And these are black women talking. Okay. It's only one. Yeah. It's only one. One person is just showing or playing the other person on their TikTok. So uh, this is, and I'll tell you what I see in this, and, and why this is so beautiful and valuable, and, and why black women are the prize amongst women. They're the best option. Okay, they are, and I don't have no hate for no no women, you know, but they're the best option. Okay, hands down. When you do stats, stats don't lie. Numbers do not lie. Okay? And everybody has their own opinion. Everybody's got their preference, and that's great and wonderful. We're all allowed to have that. But black women are the best option. But let me uh, show you this. I'm going to show you this. Uh, first tip was on this one. Okay, uh, but I got this test. Okay? White men just come with less bullshit when it comes to dating right now. And all the pick me that want to stand up for the black man, this is not me dissing the black man. This is me about to give you some fucking facts. Okay? Okay, she's going to get you some effing facts. Okay? I am a feminine dating coach. I get on these dating apps on a regular, and I coach these women, right? This is a prime example of what's going on right now. This young lady, she is on Bumble. She is mirroring, which means she can see my screen, I can see her screen, I can see the whole conversation. She is talking to two black guys and one white guy because whether you believe it or not, black men, you are our first preference. We do want to be with y'all, but y'all just be on some... Okay, what do you think? Lady women, black men, in her head, black women, most black women will marry black men, okay? For now, okay, we're, going, we're working on changing that. <laughs> He's like, for now. For now, that is the truth. That's some bullshit. So the first black man, 47 years old, wants to talk about social media dating culture. She says, I'm not interested in talking about that. Tell me something about, you know, tell me something about you, right? And he's like, okay, so what you want to know? She's like, what's your favorite cuisine? He says, you know, I really don't care, right? And she's like, okay, well, what's the last place that you went out to eat? What do you like to do? And he was like, you know, it really don't matter to me. Not having no type of dialogue, not asking her ish, right? I said, fuck him. Move on to the next person. Second black guy, right? She said, oh, you're not too far from me. We've been talking for 24 hours. I can't wait to physically meet you in person. Do you ever plan on coming to town? He said, oh, I'll let you know. Okay, you're not really making me feel too special. Exactly. Okay, what did she say? So I, I, I think this is actually true, ladies and uh, gentlemen. You tell me what you think, okay? I think a lot of black men take black women for granted, thinking they already got them. You know, and that's that's pretty disrespectful. You know, when she's saying we live close to each other, yeah, well, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, wouldn't you be at least entertained? Even if you're not interested, just be polite. Oh, yeah, we can get together. Um, it just sounds like, you know, black women are being taken for granted here. The third guy was a white guy named Ross. Ross 
folks have not only been talking to her consistently, they have finally decided to change of exchange like text now numbers. This man has booked a restaurant reservation at a very nice, I wrote down, 4.5 star wine lounge. They serve wine. Yes. Yes. That's what a Brad does. He's strategic. He already planned it out. That was the moments that made me laugh because he's like, go team Brad. That was funny. He sees a vision. He's going in. He's making plans. Okay? Um, that's how we are. And when we date black women, we got to be strategic like that. Okay? We can't take black women for granted because, number one, we're not their uh, first choice. We're not the preference. So we got to work hard. We got to prove ourselves, right? Um, and that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. You should always prove yourself. You and I like it because he sounds so positive and... You know, there's no bashing and it's like calling them to be a higher, ver better version of themselves to compete. I really, really like that part of it, right? It's definitely different than all the stuff we've been hearing before. You should always feel like you don't have a chance, but have the courage to strive to get that opportunity. And yes, okay, I was like that when I was dating. I was strategic. I had it planned out, mapped out. I, I would come out with... You know how I can make a good impression where I could take her and where I could do all this and that. Because I knew if I didn't make a good impression, I would lose that opportunity. And we have a smaller window as white men that are seeking to date black women. We do. Okay? And, and that's why I always tell white men, if you're going to date black women, go for it. Take your shot. You know? Let her know your intentions, but be respectful. Okay, show love and respect, but don't keep her guessing. Okay, and if she has an ounce of interest in you, it would behoove you to let her know. Okay, there's ways to let her know without coming on too strong or saying the wrong thing, but you got to do it. Okay, when we're in competition, we got to bring our A game. Okay, there are a lot of black women that will date white men, yes, but you want to. Black woman that's professional, that's got it together, you got to come with your A-game. you got to dress. And I think that there's several points where I remember I'm like, oh, I want to go share this with the, with the group so they can hear it. But, you know, he even talks about dating women who are professional. And it's like, that's the complete opposite of what we're hearing in Bizarro World over in the Black community. It's kind of like, oh my gosh, if she's professional, we definitely don't want her type of a thing. Just very fascinating, very interesting for me to hear the, the complete opposite. So I hope that's, I'm just, I, you know, outside of me kind of noticing some of the nuances between the two cultures and stuff like that and the approach. It's just, you know, you're welcome to, if you have the downtime to listen to it, let's keep going. That's nice. You got to conduct yourself in a classy way. Okay. But anyway, let's continue. They say they serve um, drinks and food and stuff. It's so nice. White man, 47 years old, same age as the first one. He has already in less than 24 hours moved forward with a date. Talk to her consistently. Ask questions back. He asked her about her favorite um, her favorite food before she asked him. He asked her about, um, he showed up for me. She can see me right now. Okay. He asked her where was she raised. He asked her... Um, about her family, and he started mentioning stuff off her property. Okay, good point. And this is what you should do, guys. If you're going to date a black woman, get to know her. Make it about her. It's and I will say this, because when I um he said that, and she said that too, I've talked about how, like, even in the last year, I've been in some, like, higher-end, you know, areas and stuff, and so I do talk to a lot of white males. And I noticed that, they are like gentle with you, but they will ask those type of questions. And it wasn't that we were trying to like date each other. We were just sitting there talking. But I can think of so many distinct conversations. I haven't mentioned all of them here. Obviously, I couldn't. But um, uh, where like one guy, he was visiting from Hawaii, but he's native to California. And we ended up talking about family, where we were born, our interests, career stuff. Um, there's another couple guys I talked to. I already know he has his mom, his brother, their lifestyle. He asked me where I was from, that he's visited, that type of stuff. 
so on and so forth. So it's like, I think it's just something that it's they're culturally taught to do. And so that why that's why it kind of comes easier to them. Whereas if if you're from a different culture where that's not necessarily your thing, you know, um, I don't know, I guess take lessons from Brad because those things matter. But yeah, I've noticed that. And that's even if they just don't even want to date you, like if they're your coworkers too. It depends. Sometimes people just show up to go to work. But yeah, if you just end up being in common areas where you like the same things, then um you know, we have common likes and interests and stuff, they're going to ask you, like, where you're from, you know, what your family is about, like, what is, what do you do? Um, what do you like to do for fun? Those type of things. So that's super cool. That's like part of you getting to know other people, right? It's about her. It's not about you. You don't need to impress her what kind of job you got, <laughs> how much money you make. Don't even bring up that. It's all about her. Get to know her. Ask her. You know, what her interests are, where she grew up, okay? And you can talk about yourself if she asks you some questions, but make it about her. Because when you do, you make her feel special. You may, you let it known you're interested in her. She don't want a guy that has a big ego and is going to brag to her. No. You know, make it about her. She's going to find out what you do, your, your, your uh, success and all that, but let her find out. Let her find out instead of telling her, okay? So a lot of times, us as men, we'll, we'll tell her, okay, well, I do this job, and to kind of impress her, like, yeah, I'm successful, I got a good career. Um, you don't want to throw that out there. Now, if she asks you what you do, tell her, okay? But don't, be, don't try to be braggadocious about it. Make it about her, okay? She's the prize, you are not, Okay? And when you get that in your head that she's the prize, guess what? You'll go a lot further. It's about her. Okay? Um, <laughs> I, I, got, I got three cowboy hats, and I'm going to ask you guys which one looks the best. But anyway, we'll get to that. Let's finish this video here. Like, he was inquisitive. Exactly. Y'all ask us why we go, why we switching races so much, but it's just like the what proof is, is in the daggone pudding. This one white man has done more than these two black men combined. So this is not me. I don't want y'all to think I, I hate black men or anything like that. But it's just like, y'all make it freaking difficult. Y'all say, oh, we, we're difficult. No, y'all are the difficult ones. Y'all really are. Nobody's about to kiss your ass. Why kiss your ass when she can go out with Ross? Hello. You know what? She's about to literally about to pick out a nice dress, about to go to a nice restaurant, have a good time with a guy named Ross who is 47 years old and a doctor. At least that's what this program says. You never really know. Yes. But I just, I don't know. I have no freaking clue what to say at this point. Like, I'm just, I'm just disappointed in y'all. Okay. What do you think? Okay. Do black ladies, do black men make it this hard? Do they take you for granted like this? Um... Listening to this lady talk, it just, it just seems like that's the case, like you're being taken for granted. And I think us as white men, uh, Becky a lot of times takes us for granted. They're used to having us do the work and make things. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I did say at the beginning he doesn't really talk about white women, but I guess he did. I guess he did. Things happen. And I think black men get that way. Um, to where they just think they automatically have access to black women because they're a black man, and it's just supposed to be that way. And, uh, you know, listening to her talk about the two black men she was going date, how they took it for granted and just nonchalant, like, oh, well, yeah, it is what it is. Um, and then the white guy already had the restaurant mapped out, already had the plans, um, you know, and, and and you should be that way. You've got to be proactive when dating. Where are you going to take her? What are you going? You know what I mean? You've got to make that good impression. That that first impression is everlasting. If you and if you make the wrong impression, you might lose your opportunity. Because truth be told, 
when it comes to black women, white men, you're not the preference to black women. You're just not. Okay. I wish we were, but we are not. And that's the truth. Okay. Now, once they get to know us and we get in a relationship, we get married. Our marriages last longer. Okay. So we, mu we must be doing something right when we get married. Black women must be doing something right also. Okay. We are the power couple. Okay. And don't get, don't let it get you down because you're not the preference. That's okay. Um, be strategic. You can work your way in. And there are a lot of black women that open up your options and they're good with it. Some black women only date white men. Okay. They're out there. Okay. I was amazed when I was dating to see black women that just wanted to be with white men. I was like, oh man, this is awesome. This is great. Um, but it's not the majority. Okay. So keep that in mind. You got to put on your A game. You got to, you know, make things happen. You ain't got time to, you know, sit around and give her the eye and hope she notices you. <laughs> um, unless maybe you work together, you can take it a little slow. Um, but anyway, yeah. But like I said, with black women, and I believe this to be true, and a lot of black women have told me this, they want white men to make their move okay that that me but when when i say that when they say that that means you do it with love and respect okay okay you can't approach like a black man can it just is what it is all right but be strategic and show you're the best option black women are starting to open up their eyes and they're starting to see other groups of men that love them that will be there for them that will you know, put in the work and put them first. Treat them like the queen that they are, right? Don't go around calling her a queen. Treat her like one. Okay? Let the beta king call I love that, right? He said let the beta king call her that. I like that. I actually wrote it down in my journal. Um, it says don't just call her a queen. Treat her like one. And I've noticed that too. Like, I kind of feel the same way too. Um... I don't want to be like, you know how these guys are out here saying like, I'm the king, I'm the king, I'm the king to the point where we're like, they're a king. I'm not going to pick up the language of like, I'm a queen, I'm a queen, I'm a queen. Like, I don't think you've ever actually heard me say that on my YouTube type of a thing. Um, but I can agree with him that if you're going to feel that way, then definitely treat that person like the like a queen versus just calling him that. And I, I do strongly agree with what he said. And he said, let the beta kings call her a queen. <laughs> Don't go around calling her a queen. Treat her like one. Okay? Let the beta king call around. Hey, queen. Hey, queen. No, just treat her like one. All right? You keep, you keep calling her queen. She might think you're weird or something. Absolutely. I'm one of those girls. Like, I think it's it's weird. And sometimes black women get irritated. I've heard black women say that we don't want to be called queen all the time. Okay. Uh, but she does want to be treated like one. So do so. Okay. All right. Let me bring this off. All right. Now I got this other video. Okay. And this is from... Uh, all right, so you know what? I think I can strategically skip ahead. Um, he features one young lady who says she went on a date with the guy. And it was really nice because he wasn't like talking about her skin tone or her hair. He really seemed to genuinely like her personality. So um, I want to get closer to the 30-minute mark. And then he features another young lady that um, she talks about how they just treat her better in terms of like opening the door for her, bringing their food for her, treating her with chivalry and so on and so forth. And so he takes pride in that. And I like that he takes pride in treating women special and, you know, exhibiting the leadership that we say that we would like them to exhibit and being courteous and kind and those type of things. So let me kind of skip ahead a little bit and then... This way we'll be kind of more in sync with the 30-minute mark. Because I, I only heard a little bit of what he had to say about Monet Bell. Um, okay, here we go. We're about to start on that. Um, from Married at First Sight. And I remember watching I remember watching Married at First Sight with Monet Bell. And I, I'm going to probably do a separate podcast on it so you can see a picture of who they are. 
and some of the sound bites on it too. But it's the best thing, okay? Just saying. Okay. So what did you guys think about these black women and, and their opinions, what they're saying? Okay? The first one, the lady was talking about how black men are taking, you know, that the friend she's talking to for granted, you know, but the white guy had it planned out, the place to go, the five-star restaurant. And I love it. I've been talking about how people fight are fighting for their lives right now. So mulattoes are fighting for their lives. Um, the moms of like black boys or wives are fighting for those men's lives and stuff like that. But it kind of cracked me up a little bit because he's out here fighting for these like black women, white men relationships. Like, come on, let's, let's get, I don't know. It just kind of cracked me up a little bit. What they're going to do. He, he wanted to know about her. He was, he was invested in her. The black dudes weren't. It's like, Hey, I got you. I, whatever. I'll see you when I'm ready for you type attitude. But the white guys, yeah, I got it planned. And us as white men, look, if you want to interracially date a black woman, you better do it right. You better be on your A game. Okay? You want a quality black woman, you got to prove yourself. <sighs> Serious. Okay, so now he's looking okay. for the video. Okay. And this news report, Nightline report, talks about ladies with black love okay i find it interesting too that he's tapping into this um obviously his wife is is black and so it sounds like he's had a little pulse on what's going on in the conversations we have in our community but one of the running jokes is black love right right black love and but i'm also curious to see when this newsline report is um so yeah let's just and i and at this point this is where I kind of decided to just go grab my phone and start recording. So some of it is going to be newer content to me, okay? And their quest for black love, okay? Now, love is love. You find a good man, ladies of any color, embrace that. Ladies. Guys, same thing, okay? Um, the skin tone don't create the character. It's what's in the heart. It's the integrity. It, it's the individual, okay? Um, but let me, let me show this and I'll stop it here and there and tell me what you think. Okay. Give a shout out to Nightline putting this together. And I've done this a while back, but I want to revisit this. Okay. And, and think about it. Ladies, is black love worth it? Is that a thing? Or should you open up your options? Or the best man wins, right? He's okay. out here fighting, y'all. That's really easy for anyone. Tonight, you're about to meet five young black women who are looking for love. What's keeping them from finding their Prince Charming? Here's ABC's Lindsay Davis. This one is right? really nice. Really? Monet Bell has gone to great lengths to find love and marriage. Do you, Monet Bell, take Von Copeland to be your husband? First on the FYI show, Married at First Sight. I do. Yes. Where complete strangers are matched by experts. Okay. <laughs> I totally disagree with this. That love at first sight, where you're going to get, agree to get married without knowing each other. I don't think that's really wise. <laughs> um, but people do it. I, I mean, maybe they can find love this way. Uh, I don't know. I, I think you've got to get to know the person. <laughs> But anyway. And agree to get married without laying eyes on their future spouse until the moment they walk down the aisle. You're harping on something insignificant right now. But for Monet, happily ever after was short-lived. We're going to call each other names. That's, that's real for That's not a name. That's a, like a legitimate characteristic. How did that work out? I'm divorced. It didn't work out. And he's getting ready to go. And Monet and her husband, Vaughn Copeland, called it quits after just five weeks. You got my keys? Keys. And not him trying to pretend he didn't have the keys for her stuff. Like, girl, I have to watch this all over again because I remember back then I was like, girl, you would danger run. <laughs> Ooh, and but, oh. 
You have uh, almost 5,000 looks. Since then, Monet has tried and failed at finding Mr. Wright. I feel like I deserve... All right, let me stop there. This is a very beautiful woman. And this is the part that's going to be completely new to me, so I haven't seen anything past this point. Let's go. Okay. She's not an average woman. She's beautiful. Okay? Tons of men would, you know, be willing to date her. I don't think she'd have a problem at dating at all. Okay? Black, white, whatever the race. She's very beautiful. She seems really classy. Okay? I, I mean, and what's the problem? Why can't she find a husband? You think looking that beautiful, it should be a piece of cake, right? Well, she found one. She found a husband on uh, that TV show, the reality show, but it didn't work. But anyway, let's continue. something better than what I've been getting from the men I'm dating. It's an issue that black women in particular have a lot to say about. It is very hard for black women to find love. In fact, just about every black woman you ask that question will say that it's almost impossible. According to the census, black women are far less likely than their white counterparts to get married. People don't want to admit what the reality is. Professional black women are not making it up at 34 monet is still on a quest for true love this time on another reality show hashtag black love black love hashtag black love is self-help meets sex in the city i need to get on tinder an inside look at the dating and drama Ooh, did she say get on tinder girl don't do that don't 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 do that come on uh, of five single black women living in New York City, all attempting to discover what's keeping them from finding love. And what I really want is a gentleman. Okay, what, what's keeping these women from getting married, finding love? I didn't find one of them that wasn't attractive. Um, these look like high quality women. I, I bet they're all highly educated too, okay? And why is it a problem, okay? Um, black women are far less likely to get married, okay? Um, they said 60% of black women, 90% white women. I think those stats are skewed because overall, 27% of black women get married. That's like one out of every four, okay? Mm -hmm. So black love is not thriving right now. It's it's not leading the way. It's not. And, I, and I'm <laughs> not trying to be mean. It's not leading okay? the way. <laughs> but something is wrong. When you see attractive women like this, professional black women that are deliberately all in for black love but cannot find it, is it the women that's the problem or is it the men? Is it the culture? It's the man okay. and I the would, culture. I would, my my uh, advice to this young lady is don't go looking for love in a reality show. Right. Don't do that. And right. It's not going, I, I don't think it's going to uh, produce anything. I agree. Worth anything, you know. It's not going to give you that good husband. And now it can. Anything's possible. But highly unlikely. I'm just saying. You know, maybe these women need to open up their options, okay? Look for other groups of men. And somebody put in the comments, they asked, like, um, my key, so did he move in with her? I have to go back and watch the, because the, they were married for five weeks. And I'm going to go back and check if he was being homosexual and he moved into her place. Um, so, yeah, let's go. And other ethnicities. Give other men a chance. Look, if I was a single man, I'd, I'd love to date any of these women, right? I mean, to get to know them, but... You know, so it's not an attraction issue. I don't... Just hearing her talk, is it even a personality thing? I don't know. I She seems sweet, but 
Anyway, let's continue. Relationship experts and therapists coach them along the way. As a woman of color, sometimes we hear that black women are too strong in a relationship. I guess my question is, why do you have to go through training in order to <laughs> date and get married? Well, I'm still single. So if I'm still single, there, there, I need to look at myself and say, Monet, like, what are you doing wrong? Are you projecting something out that you don't really want to project or... What is it about me that's either turning men off or not getting men or not having not meeting a man who's in a space that, where he wants to commit? Okay, let me stop right there. Okay. All right. Listen to what she said. Maybe it's her. Okay, she's thinking, okay, maybe it's me that's the problem. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with looking within. We all should do that, right? Introspection is one of my favorite words. Introspection. <laughs> Sometimes it is our fault. But this is a trap that a lot of black women fall into. And I'm going to explain. From what I've seen, you know, just looking at social media, I've seen black women blamed for everything under the sun. From the out-of-wedlock birth, out birth rate to the community to... Not understanding, man, it seems like black women take a lot of the blame, okay? And it would be easier for her to fall in the trap because she's trying to look inside. What's going on? Why am I not having a relationship? Why can't I get married? Maybe it's me. And and see, and, and a lot of betas, beta kings will use that and say, yeah, well, you need to do better, okay? Every time you call some beta kings, I'm <laughs> maybe it's me and and see and, and a lot of betas beta kings will use that and say yeah well you need to do better okay um to keep the black man's image uplifted right at the expense of black women so be careful Okay, it could be the woman's fault. I'm not saying women can't be at fault. Black women can't be. But I believe mostly black women are doing what they need to do. Black women are going above and beyond. Don't kid yourself. Okay, that's why when other races of men marry black women, we do a much better. Okay, because we see the blessing that a black woman brings. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right? <laughs> but maybe if black love isn't working, maybe you ought to look for the open option love. Okay? Maybe a white man, maybe an Asian, maybe a Hispanic dude. You might be treated better. I'm just saying. Okay? I'm just saying. When you put yourself in a box, your options are limited. Okay? Right. You don't really want to project or... What is it about me that's either turning men off or not getting men or not having not meeting a man who's in a space that, where he wants to commit? The show's title was born out of the overwhelming social media use of that hashtag during the first season of Married at First Sight. Black man. As viewers rooted for the ultimate. There he is, a young Al Roker. <laughs> Don't he look like Al Roker? I'm just saying. <laughs> the doomed marriage of the two black participants. A lot of the black Twitter or the African-American community would hashtag black love in support of us. They wanted us to make it. We all are hungry to oh. see. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's around the time that the black love hashtag came out. Wow. That's crazy. And that's a lot of pressure to put on them, too. I don't know that they had access to social media um, at the time that they were filming. Usually they tell you to stay off of social media, but um, ooh, that's a lot of pressure. Healthy black relationship on television. And there are more and more. You need to focus. Relationships okay. like the one portrayed on the ABC show Blackish. Maybe you're right, babe. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I love you. Okay, all right. Maybe it looks good in Hollywood. Maybe they could show a black love situation. Oh, isn't that beautiful? You know, they're understanding each other. It's it, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, black love, you know. Um, 
But is this reality? Okay, we can make a TV show however we want the outcome to be. All right? And I'm not saying there's not black love. There are black people that love each other, that do good, yes. But it seems that society is trying to project black love like it, it's some fairy tale love that's going to happen to black women. You just got to wait for your king to come along and sweep you off. Okay? <laughs> But in reality, it's Every not happening. There are black women up in age, 50s, 60s, 70s, that have never been married, okay? Because they decided to invest in black love, and black love didn't come around. Black love. I'm just saying, okay? A 27% marriage rate is unacceptable. And, and black women, you are the least likely to get married. And I believe because you are the most race loyal, mm -hmm. you're limiting your chances. Okay. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite phrases that I learned in 2023 was the person with the most options wins, right? And so when you, how you do one thing is how you'll do everything. So if you're limiting your options when it comes to dating, you're probably doing it in other things like your education, your health, your relationships, your communication, pursuing things that you really want to go after. So try to make sure you have yourself, put yourself in a position where you have the most options available. And the men in your community don't have to really compete for you. If he's got a job and just barely making it, that could be a prize. Okay. Instead of getting that CEO or that, that guy that's doing very well, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Let's continue. I love you too. They're funny. They're down to earth. They're struggling to raise their kids. Obama's the first black president? <sighs> You're doing a bang up job over here. You can see a little bit of yourself in that if you are married, and you can see a little bit of your hopeful future if you're not. Whether black women really do have a harder time finding love is a provocative subject, and one Nightline has debated before. I would be lying if I said that I don't have fleeting thoughts of, okay, I'm 32, my clock is ticking. In 2009, Chateau Waters was a 32-year-old high school counselor. She seemed to have it all, brains, beauty, stable career, and she was also single. Okay. Guys, I just want to say, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know, sir. WTF, okay? <laughs> WTF. Why are black women that are successful, beautiful, got everything going for them, having trouble finding a husband? What is that? I don't understand it. These don't look like just plain Jane women. These are beautiful women. They're successful women, highly educated, got it together, and yet they're struggling. Eh. In that Maybe department. Maybe they need to leave black love alone, open up their options, <laughs> and look elsewhere. Because, look, mm. to improve black love, you got to give it, you got to make black love compete with everything. Hmm. You got to make men compete for black women. Hmm. You want the black man to do better? He has to compete. Hmm. Hmm. If he don't, he's going to lose, and you're going to lose with him. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not digging it. That's wild. Remember, I just did a podcast earlier from 48 Laws of Power from Robert Greene, one of my favorite authors. And he, um, the law number 10 is um, infection of the unhappy and I forget what the other word was. And in that little snippet, it said, you know... If you try to save that other person, you're going to end up getting burnt with them. And here it is. What do you say, right? When we talk about power. He has to compete. If he don't, he's going to lose. And you're going to lose with him. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not I'm not digging at black men. I'm just saying. Just it saying. Not... <laughs> black women should not be taken for granted. Okay. They're the best option, the most beautiful, most successful, but yet most spiritual, most most in tune with God, but yet they're struggling. To find a husband? 
What, are these dudes out there just want to date and not get married? Well, if that's the case, open up your options. There's two. There's over 2 million more black women than black men. Hmm. Put that in the numbers, okay? And black men are the least likely to get married. Throw that in there. And there are so many black women going out saying it's black men or nothing. Listen, he's been doing his homework. When I'm telling you, he is fighting for this, y'all. He is in the fight of his life. Let's go. Throwing your loyalty out in the open. So now black men don't feel they have to compete for you. They can go get with Becky, Mayling, and Maria. <laughs> have a good old time. And then come back to you later, later on. He's been doing his homework. Oh my gosh, this is in life when they're hitting the wall. Say, oh, okay, I'm ready to settle down. And then they'll try to get some young 20-year-old <laughs> that's a third of his age. He won't even be looking for you then. A lot of our white friends are married by 25, like happily married kids by 27 and we're like what is the deal with the bgs you know just and it's a black girl <laughs> since then chateau has gotten married and has two kids a oh, lot of my black professional educated friends cute she did marry a black guy but um the, the kids are so cute oh my gosh it's so hard to find love because the pool of black men is so small 75 percent of black women will eventually get married okay hey uh indiana mom i i can look into love island hmm. well that just shows they're stupid men i'm just <laughs> as a placeholder until a preference shows up hmm. okay well, if they're choosing a black woman last, they're stupid because the black woman is the best option. But, okay, I'll look into that show. And like with any race or gender, finding the right partner can take years. Do you believe that? 75% of black women will eventually get married. I think that's wrong. Um, and if they do, their marriages don't last as long. I mean, that sounds... When I look at the data, it says... 27% of black women are married. But maybe they get divorced right away. Maybe the divorce rate's so high because in the black community, the divorce rate is higher than the marriage rate. Hmm. You know, so maybe there's some flawed stats in that. Anyway, let's continue. There's a social catastrophe uh, that we're in the midst of with respect to black men. Imprisonment numbers... Okay, this here, guys, you've seen him. This is Ralph Richard Banks, okay? He's a Stanford Law professor and wrote a book stating is marriage for white people. And mm. he encourages black women to open up their <clears throat> options. <clears throat> okay, let's continue. Uh, the unemployment numbers, the underperformance uh, academically, these are crises. Stanford professor Ralph Richard Banks found the statistics so troubling, he wrote a book about them called Is Marriage for White People? Black women have fought the good fight. They have engaged in a noble endeavor of <laughs> trying to lift black men. That strategy hasn't really worked. Wow. I really enjoy it. Okay. Is he right? Black women have worked hard, tirelessly to lift up black men, but it hasn't worked. No, mm. the marriage rate is still the lowest uh, marriage rate. Um, black women are the most single mothers. And I blame this on the men, okay? And black women, you fought the good fight. Black women, you have given your heart and soul to the black man. You have coddled him, you have fought for him, you have marched for him. You have loved him. You have sacrificed for him. Okay? That is honorable. That is... All right, so I only have eight more minutes on left on this. There, I think it's he's going to finish with this segment, so I'm just going to play it until it runs into the ground. Let's go. That, that says something about black women's character. Black women have a lot of heart. Black women are fighting that good fight. Black women don't give up. They keep pushing forward.
Okay? But like four generations of the same old stuff. Hmm. I, I think it's time for black women to put black women first. Let the man provide for you, black women. Let the man uplift you. Okay? I know when you get in a marriage or relationship, you put your heart and soul in that relationship. I know you give all the love you have. Look, my wife does it for me all the time. She gives me everything. She loves me with all her heart. She tries to bring out the best in me, and she does. You know, and black women, you got that. It's like in your DNA. That's the beautiful thing about you. Nobody loves like a black woman does. It's, it's the honest to God truth. And black women, you deserve better. You deserve the best. Okay? Okay. <laughs> but unfortunately, the black love loyalty is hurting black women. It, it just is. You know, maybe have that option open, and if you end up with a black man, hey, and it works, that's great. But when you set your heart on one group of men, you're stuck with that group. Okay? You know, at this point in time, it's about survival. And when you marry out, you get a better, op you get more opportunities, you get a better outcome. You're, you're, you get more financial wealth, more of a healthy relationship, less stress. And I'm not saying you get with a white man, it's going to be, you know, peaches and cream all the way. No, you're going to still have your problems because people, we're people, we're flawed, okay? Mm -hmm. But you have more opportunity. And I, I think white men, we do better with black women because we have to compete. We have to prove ourselves. And all men should have to do that. You know? We have to prove we're not a fetishizer. We have to prove we're not racist. We have to prove that we love you with all our heart. We have to prove that we're, a lot of times, all this stuff. And, and I'm not, and that's actually good because it makes us better men. Mm -hmm. If something's wrong, we can self-correct, self right? So that's a good thing. That's why we have. And I think that's huge. And he just said, I'm going to go back like 10 seconds. He's talking about self correcting. So, not even that you're going to mule the woman for that emotional support, too. You self correct. And yeah. Good because it makes us better men. If something's wrong, we can self, self correct, right? So, that's a good thing. That's why we have more success than black men. Statistically, it's not that we're better. It's that we're held more accountable. So we have to do better. Black women, you do better than other any other group of women. You do. because Well, you have to. You have to make things happen. And then you've got the biggest heart and, you know, the best character. The most educated woman on the planet didn't just happen. It took a lot of hard work, a lot of character, a lot of drive. You've accomplished that. Now put yourself first. That's my advice. The idea of black women giving up on black men only served to make some angry. There's no other ethnic group anywhere advocates annihilating their own race. But Bank argues if you look at the numbers, there's simply a shortage of eligible black men. Black women faced with a shortage of black male peers would do well to expand their options and in the same way that people of other races have and to look beyond black men in their search for a partner. Monet says she's open to dating outside her race. I just really want love and I just want to be happy and if it comes with a black man, I think that would be amazing. But if it came in a different, something other than African-American, I'd be okay with that as well. So the search goes on, both online. Okay, so now she's at a point where if it's a man of another race, that's fine. 
I think your heart is still with the black man, okay? And I would, and ladies, I would not suggest opening up your options if your heart is still with the black man, because you're not going to love that man with all your heart. Don't do it. Fair enough. Okay. You got to clear yourself. Okay. You got to give everything to the man you're with. Just like us men, we got to give that woman everything. We can't be stuck on Becky and date Keisha. That don't work. <laughs> and we can't date because, well, I couldn't. And ladies, don't don't go don't be going into this. And I hate when black women say, "Well, I couldn't find a good black man, so I'll date a white man." Yeah. No. I that agree. That is wrong. I agree. Your heart's not in it. I agree. You shouldn't open up your options till you're ready. Mm-hmm. Till you can love that man you're dating. And not think of any other man. Seriously. And white guys, too. If you Look, if you still love Becky and you want to see what Keisha's like, no, no. All right, it's about to end, so let's just let him finish talking out. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Your heart's got to be all with her. And that's why I think my relationship, my relationships with black women have been successful in the past. And my marriage is successful because when it comes to black women, I'm all in. That's that's all I wanted to be with. That's where my heart is. I don't give a damn what Becky or Karen are doing. They can kiss my butt. I don't care. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. That's just not where my heart is. My heart's not with the Asian woman either. I'm just saying. And I don't mean to be mean, but I go where my heart is. I'm just lucky and blessed that the black woman's the best option. 